0: Hey Claire, want to talk about sexy books today? Yeah, I do, Blythe. Awesome. <laughs> when you need a sexy escape from a world that's gone insane, erotic fiction with romantic addiction. we've got some wrecks if you can't to listen.
1: Let's just just go straight into this because I do have a book I really want to talk about that I'm not sure we're going to do a podcast episode or not about. Because I haven't read it yet. Um, Yeah. Blythe needs to read it and then we'll decide Um, because it's a bit light on the sex. But (laughs) it's called Once Ghosted, Twice Shy by Alyssa Cole. And I think it's actually a novella. Um, it's a little bit short. I never really noticed cause I'm always reading on my Kindle, mm-hmm. but, um, I do think it's a novella and it's part of the, it's part of a series about like Royals, Reluctant Royals, I mm-hmm. think is what it's called. And I just wanted to mention it because the writing is so good. <laughs>
0: So this might be an author that we really
1: explore. I think de- I think it definitely could be. Again, I had the issue of like wishing that there was more sex scenes. Right. Especially for this one there's no sex scene until like pretty far in. That's tough. That's You tough. have to get pretty far, but I will say that I had a question about like whether lesbian romance could do anything for me or not and I definitely found that it can nice (laughs) nice um I was extremely into the heroines of this book but one of them I'm not sure like I'm not 100% sure how to say her name I think it's Lakotsi or Lakotsi but she's the more like I guess she's the less feminine one of the two. Ma- I think the other girl's name is Mab, and she's, like, very feminine and girly. And I loved her, and she was so cute. But Lakatsi is, yeah. like, hot as fuck. Nice. And I would definitely date her. And all of these people are from Africa. Um, side note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, I mean, the way they talk is very... It's just, I really like it. It's very, it's like a little bit more formal. It's very, it's just beautiful. And then the writing just goes with it perfectly. Like the writing is some of the most beautiful writing I think I've found in romance so far. It's just like really gorgeous and like sensual. And so even though there's not a lot of sex scenes, it still like really gives you a good mood. That's what I'm really looking for. I definitely anyway. recommend this book, regardless.
0: Well, if you recommend it, then I'll probably read it. Yeah,
1: I do recommend it. It's pretty hot. Um, it definitely made me curious to read more books from the series, though I think this is the only girl-girl one, mm-hmm. which is why I mainly wanted to read it, but I'm definitely interested to read the other ones now because the writing was so good.
0: Nice. Yeah, well, it's always welcome change when we get to read new authors. So I'm glad that you made this discovery.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that like one of my biggest problems so far with romance has been I will get so into an author, but the more that you read from the same author, the more you start to notice their like little mm-hmm, tropes and formulas my and it Jewish can get canoe like and tweaked. Yeah, it can get like <laughs> <laughs> a little bit grating or predictable. Right. So then, like, it just doesn't, like, work. It- like, I think I've said this, I've definitely said this before, that, like, newness is a big thing with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to be keeping a big eye out for different authors, because I need that constant, like, new stimulation.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's frankly why we have this podcast, is yeah. so that we can explore new authors and then report back to the folks who care yeah the
1: authors we're really trying for you guys (laughs) it's
0: all for you but it's really for us (laughs) it's really it's really for us (laughs) (laughs) well um our foreplay question for today is would you ever consider hiring or being a sex worker
1: yeah do you want to start or
0: should i start Yeah, I have actually thought about this a bunch, and I feel like if I was going to be a sex worker, I would probably want to be, like, a cam girl. I think I would be too scared to be um, an in-person, an IRL sex worker. Yeah, it just, the risk doesn't seem worth the reward for me. And then I think even as a cam girl, I would... I'm honestly just not sure that I would be a great Cam girl because I don't think, at least based on that one movie that I've seen called Cam. Cam. Oh, shout
1: out to Cam, which is on Netflix. Fantastic movie about Cam girls. Yes. Not shamey in the least, which is my favorite thing about it.
0: Me too. And I feel like having watched that movie, I just don't, I'm not convinced of, my own creativity enough. A hundred percent.
1: Or like... That movie makes it look like the real work that I think it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think that to keep an audience captive, you have to keep changing things up, which I don't think I would be great at. But even more, I personally am not... And this would go for both cam girling or being an IRL sex worker. Um... I don't think I'm self-motivated enough. I think I need, like, external motivation for my work personally. So that's me as a sex worker. Would I hire a sex worker? Probably... Not only because it is very easy for women to have sex with people without paying for them, and I'm like kind of a frugal lady, (laughs) but there is an appeal to having someone who's a professional because I think that a lot of the time, especially if you're looking for just like a in the moment, like I want to be gratified today thing, then there's definitely appeal to
1: having like a professional because...
0: I've definitely had like especially one as night. a
1: woman. Like what? you're not guaranteed pleasure in a random hookup.
0: I mean, frankly, you're not guaranteed pleasure, period, as a
1: woman. <laughs> but I think that if you're with a professional, it might be more likely. I so. would definitely think so. I mean, I don't know I don't there probably aren't many um like male sex workers that cater to female people i would assume it's more common for yeah for gay yeah um yeah i think that's right or but if i were hiring it. a dude to like fuck me or go down on me i would definitely expect him to like do a good, good job yeah
0: i would expect at minimum <laughs> or at least a try
1: <laughs> yeah try <laughs> yeah and
0: uh like taking directions well Mm -hmm. Um, They certainly wouldn't want to, like, assert their own priorities over yours, which would be nice, but it still seems like I would, if I was in a a really urgent satisfaction situation, Situation. (laughs) I mean, the satisfaction that I get out of romance novels plus the womanizer, my preferred sex toy, is more than what I think I would get out of a stranger
1: yeah I agree completely I well for me I think that like nerves would be a big part of it and like if I hired somebody to have sex with me I'd be very nervous I would definitely need to have like a great vibe from them um and I have like a whole arsenal of sex toys at home like I have a lot of dicks In my drawers, that like living dick. I shouldn't call your husband
0: a living dick. He's more than a walking penis,
1: but (laughs) but I mean, yeah. Obviously, I have my husband. I'm in a very like happy relationship. Um, I'm very like Mm -hmm. I'm very happy in general. But if I were not in that relationship, I still think like. I have a lot of dildos and stuff for, like, different moods. And I think that, like, I can pretty much take care of it on my own. And I'm right. not sure that it would be worth the money for me to hire someone. Right. Um, though I think that's probably why the sex industry caters to men more than women. <laughs> right. Also, in the book that we're about to
0: discuss, it's like, we're going to have sex in one week well, my libido doesn't really work that way. Like, it doesn't, like, yeah. I can't just, like, plan to be really into it one week from now. I sort of can. Like, I can sort of tell based on, like, my period cycle when I'm Though more to be likely. honest, a
1: lot of times when I know that I'm supposed to have sex with, like, at, like, a certain time, that actually makes it harder for me to do. <sighs> That's exactly. Like, the expectation is yeah. a libido killer in itself.
0: Yeah, I think what I relate to more is, like, say it was, like, I went to a wedding by myself and was, like, feeling all into love, and then I go to Like a the bar. wedding date. <laughs> yeah, but say I, like, go to a bar afterwards. I'm even thinking about their first date, even though we're getting a little too into the book already, but say I'm, like, at a bar after a wedding or something, like, nice like that, and then I meet someone who's really sexy, and then, like, I just am, like this person and then we're like chatting and like getting that chemistry going and maybe he like it touches like my knee or something and I get the like whole jolt of like <gasps> it's, yes. oh it's yeah yes and then <laughs> he's like I'm a sex worker and we can have sex but it's $200 if I had that $200
1: in that moment
0: Same. And that is what,
1: that's basically what happens at the beginning of the book we're going to talk about. And yes, I feel like it's fully relatable and I could see a hundred percent how I would go down that path.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Especially if you got like no weird vibes because that's like the biggest thing with strangers is like,
1: uh, am I safe?
0: That's like the main thing that you're asking yourself. Am I safe enough to make this choice? And if I felt safe enough to make that choice, like,
1: yeah, definitely Definitely. I would do it. Yeah. The only reason I wouldn't be a sex worker is because I'm not a performer. But I think sex workers are dope and they're, like, serving quite a service to the community. Yeah. I feel, yeah. I'm just, like, like too nervous to perform in front of people, honestly. So, like, I just don't think it would be a good fit for me. But for anybody who likes to perform, I think it's cool.
0: (laughs) I can be very performative. So, in that way, I feel like I would be good at being a sex worker. I do like when people watch me. But... What wouldn't work for me is, like, if I wasn't into it, right? Like, that's the biggest question mark is, like, what if I was like, yeah, you can pay me to fuck me, and then I'm like, oh, actually, I don't want to have sex
1: with you, actually. That, I can't even imagine it, honestly. Like, being a sex worker as a woman seems like one of the hardest things in the world because, like, I just can't get horny for a lot of people, and I don't... It's hard to have sex when you're not horny, don't you think? <laughs> right. I really think that that's <laughs> true.
0: But it's not like... I want to take a step back. At least for me, it isn't like someone needs to be... It's not like I look at someone and I'm like, they look like someone I would want to have sex with. That never happens to me. Never. It me never neither. To me, me neither. Maybe... Maybe with, like, the few actors who kind of look like women who, like, just there's something about, like, very, very pretty boys. But for almost, almost exclusively, it has nothing to do with a visual. It's all about, like, even in school, like, I wouldn't have a crush on someone until they said something. Like, I know to get an impression of them. First. It's much more about
1: context and personality, I
0: think, for me. Yeah. The phrase like they have a face only a mother can love is not very relevant because I I don't feel like I see it that way. Certainly there are people that are like outside of the general spectrum of what people look
1: like, but for the most part it's really Well, and I don't more lust after actors because of what they look like usually. It's Mm -hmm. usually because of a character that they're playing that is hot to me in a specific way. Right, like
0: we've talked about Down in the Valley and how that's like a really erotic movie. But are you full on attracted to ed norton no by itself
1: no i mean maybe well okay. i really love it the norton. thing maybe is that was okay. bad
0: no 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 this is the
1: thing if i looked at ed norton on the street and i didn't know anything about him i wouldn't look twice right. that's the truth right but every movie i've ever seen edward norton in mm-hmm. makes me want to fuck him yeah so I don't know what it is specifically, It's Except maybe but... American History X. Oh, not that one, not that one. But we don't fuck Nazis on this podcast. We do not fuck Nazis, no. We're not attracted to Nazis. We are not
0: attracted to Nazis. As a rule. Or just general bigotry. I'm not attracted to bigotry. I don't think I am either. No, I don't think either of us like that.
1: Anyway. But that aside... Yeah. Um, 25th Hour... Do you remember that movie with Edward Norton? He's like, about to go to jail, and he's dating um, Rosario Dawson. Mm -hmm. That movie's hot as shit, Mm -hmm. and I would fuck him till he went to prison Mm -hmm. in that movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I honestly can't think of a movie that I would not fuck Edward (laughs) Norton in. I just know that, like, if I had no context for Ed Norton, and he was walking down the street, I wouldn't be like, I'm fucking that. (laughs) Yeah, but there's honestly,
1: like, so few people... fucking hot and Birdman. fuck yeah
0: even but... though you can't get it up that much but then he like wants to fuck her on the stage it's a like
1: do it girl yeah do it do it <laughs> i i honestly love edward Norton for like a really long I time so since i was much. like yeah quite yeah. young but oh yeah down <sighs> in the <sighs> valley man i need to watch that movie again me
0: too i actually <laughs> pretty much just need to watch that scene again which i we can just do on YouTube later. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Should we get into the book now? <laughs> yeah. Um, What book are we reading? Oh, we're starting a new author today.
1: Yes. It's like an auspicious moment. So yeah. I guess we only did two episodes on the other, other three, album? three episodes three on ups. Serena Bone. We do love Serena. I, I
0: really love Serena.
1: But... I'll love her forever for, yeah getting me so horny and into romance novels thank you, thank you. <laughs> but <laughs> today today we are going to read a romance novel by jay northcote who is a trans author a trans man from england i guess i didn't know if i see it was trans that's awesome yeah um definitely from england it's from england which is great because it's really fun there's lots of like Arses in these books. (laughs) Yes.
0: There's a lot of Um, moments where you're just like, oh, they're
1: British. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) I like that. So, the book we're going to read is called Like a Lover. Yeah. And if you didn't get it from our questions about a male escort, I don't know what you would say exactly. I think he calls himself all of the above. Yeah. All right. So, this is the description of the book Like a Lover. Josh has a plan. Get through uni with a good degree and no debts. Focused on his goals, he's working as an escort to pay his way. He enjoys the no-string sex and doesn't have time or inclination for a relationship. Falling in love definitely doesn't feel like part of the deal, especially not with a client. When Rupert meets Josh in a bar, he's smitten on sight. He's never paid for sex before, but when Josh propositions him, he can't resist. He should have known one night would never be enough, but luckily for him, he has an inheritance to support his, adi- his addiction to Josh because his job in IT wouldn't cover the cost. It's really funny they mention that in the description. Yeah. <laughs> With each appointment, the lines get increasingly blurred. Something is developing between them that feels more like a relationship than a business transaction, but they come from different worlds, and to go from client and escort to lovers seems impossible they want a future together, Josh and Rupert have a lot to overcome. (laughs) Yeah. So they do. I mean, really, not very much to overcome.
0: (laughs) No, but I definitely understand this conflict, which is that, like, Josh is waiting for his client, his regular client, who hasn't shown up, Rupert is waiting for some anonymous date, whatever, and then they see each other at a bar, have an instant connection. But Josh is like, well, I'm
1: not just going to, like, I have rent to pay
0: and I'm a sex worker. So I'm not just going to Yeah, gonna like, like that's
1: literally the whole reason I'm out tonight. So. Right. But this guy is really
0: hot and it would be great to just make my money with someone who's really hot. Perfectly understandable. Totes. Um, and then Rupert himself has a huge trust fund from his dead
1: father, who he loved. It's really ideal. He like, can just blow it all on this escort. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Josh
0: charges $200 for the first hour and $100 for all subsequent hours, which seems like a very good rate. Seems reasonable I guess to it's me. pounds, though, so it's probably, like, 50% more than we're thinking. It still
1: seems reasonable. Still seems totally
0: reasonable. Um... This one's also nice because, well, Jay Northcote, or at least this Housemate series that we're reading or have read, is novellas.
1: So oh, yeah, we should mention they are like all novellas. Dope. Yeah, I, I burned through every book in this series really, really fast, but I loved them all. Like, we
0: consistently complain about how many sex scenes there are in the books, but in these ones, it's like boom, 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 boom. There's, there is a lot of there's sex. There's tons of sex. <laughs> in so that's really awesome. And in this one, you just go straight to the. There's business. pretty
1: much always like an inciting incident mm-hmm. that is sex. Yeah. And then that leads to, like, whatever complications they have, but also more sex. Yeah. It's pretty much my ideal formula. Agreed. (laughs) everyone could write their books this style, that would be ideal. That would be perfect for me. If I could just keep constantly getting new ones. Yeah. I would be stoked. Because I I can only reread them so many times. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, I can't really reread them.
1: I mean, I can, but... But It it, doesn't do the same for me as the first time around. Like, the first read, I feel all of the tension Mm -hmm. and, like, everything, and I'm, like, very horny all the time.
0: And you don't know when it's (laughs) going to happen. You're like, is it going to happen tonight? Yeah. Is it going to
1: happen tonight? Please. It's great. (sighs) And I can maybe reread it one time, but then after that, it pretty much loses all, like, porn value for me.
0: Agreed. Even though it's still, like, a happy read
1: it's still like a that's why i listen to books on audible so much like even if i don't get really into the romance novels they still put me in a really good mood so in this one josh is just like i
0: need to charge you for this he's already learned that like Your clients actually want to pay you more if you charge more, so he like
1: doesn't. Yeah, he's kind of aiming for like that higher up clientele. That yeah, yeah, and he even mentions like the first time he hooks up with Rupert, he mentions that like he specifically goes to this one hotel that has like cameras in the hallway because. He learned, really, and they don't ever say what he, like, how he learned, but he apparently had, like, a bad experience before, and now he's, like, much more careful.
0: Right, exactly. So he prefers to be in a hotel. He wouldn't even go to someone's house because that's dangerous. Yeah. He's very thoughtful. Also, Josh is, like like has kind of an emo look so he has like dark hair this was cringe. my one of
1: my favorite things about this book was that it was like a skinny emo guy yes. Ugh, it's like so he's my got favorite like a thing lip piercing that he tongues a lot which i yes.
0: can't say that i was like particularly into before but i really like reading the descriptions of him tonguing it too lip ring, and then he also has the tattoos. He's got, like, the swallows. He has, like, two swallows on his chest. Yeah. yeah. Like, those
1: like, swallows. After reading so many romance novels about the hockey teams mm-hmm. and stuff from Serena Bowen, I really was stoked to have, like, a skinny emo guy because yeah. that is my real type. I know!
0: I agree. <laughs> and then Rupert is, like, a dark red-headed man mm-hmm. who... Yeah, he's just... That, that's him. I don't know. In my mind, I just thought of it as dark hair. I didn't really, like, register it as red or not.
1: Me neither. He just sounded... Posh? He sounded posh, but also, like, teddy bearish and, like, comforting to yeah. me. I don't know. Like, he just seemed very, like... He just seemed... Older, more sophisticated, Mm -hmm. but like he would take care of Josh, right?
0: (laughs) Because he's like already more put together as an adult,
1: yeah. He's a little older than Josh, he's a little Mm -hmm. older than like everybody in this series, yeah. He's not in college at all,
0: no, he's more into the younger gentleman, and he
1: has like a nice apartment too, (laughs) a
0: nice apartment, yeah, exactly. And he lives by himself, which is unlike every other person in the series. So, yeah. Yeah. He's nice. He's great. So, I mean, why did we pick this book?
1: Well, it was literally my favorite of the whole series because, Mm -hmm. well, I don't even know. I mean, I definitely was into the sex worker aspect of it. I just like... The tension, I guess, of that relationship. Yeah. I mean, I really love Pretty Woman, right? Like it's the yeah. same deal, kind of.
0: Yeah, except I think it's even more thoughtful because Josh is like, I, he's a sex worker because he wants to pay his way through school and not have a ton of debt. His dad is lame, or I mean, not that it's lame to not for your parents to not pay for you, but his dad is lame.
1: Yeah, his dad is
0: not supportive in any way. Right. So he is completely on his own in terms of like books and lodging and everything. So he's making the logical choice of like if I work at a supermarket, I'm going to still need loans and also be working my asshole off. Yeah. (laughs) And at least if I'm a sex worker, it'll maybe be enjoyable part of the time and I'll be working way less though I will still be using my asshole. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
1: Totally, Um, totally. So it makes perfect sense. Yeah. What I really liked about this book was that it did present sex work as, like, a valid option. Yeah. Which I think it should be. Yeah. Um, But it also was, like, clear that this isn't... It's not his dream, you know? It's not like he was dreaming of being a sex worker. He just... It was the most expedient way to like pay for his schooling. And, you know, he's pretty good and smart about it. So,
0: I mean, and that's true. You cannot pay for college. With at the grocery store. A grocery store job. <laughs> yeah, you can't pay for it with any job at all except for, like, a hedge fund job or a sex worker job. And only one of those things takes you at an entry level.
1: Right. <laughs> whole well, sex work entry level. <laughs> I just have, like, all the respect for sex workers, honestly. Yeah. I feel like it should be a completely valid choice, and I think it's really fucked up when people are judgmental of it, especially, like... I don't know. A lot of people are judgmental of it in that way. They're like, well, anybody can do that. And it's like, well, not anybody does that. (laughs) I mean, and I don't think that's true. I think it's so much more work than people think it actually is.
0: Yeah. And well, I don't respect that argument in general. Like, honestly, not everyone can even flip burgers. And that's the truth. Some people Mm -hmm. fucking suck at flipping burgers even. And so to suggest that there's any such thing as like, like unskilled labor is pretty, um, I think paternalistic or, or something like, it's just not, it's not very nuanced thinking. Um, and I think sex work is just as nuanced as any other type of work. So, I mean, in my opinion, sex work should absolutely be legal. I don't understand Mm -hmm. why it's not legal at all, except for that women would have all of the money if sex work was legal but i also think that women should have all the money so
1: i know it literally just feels like a punishment to me like i think it should be legal and if you're gonna make anything illegal it should only be the people who like procure sex work if anything
0: yeah but i don't think that sex work should i don't see any reason it doesn't it's not defying like any other sort of uh social contract that we're we've established as like a society
1: i agree i mean i feel like it just feels like a way to take power from women mostly yeah
0: because we (laughs) would have all of the power if we were allowed to use like actual societal structure to protect us to make that money like that is what it feels like to me and i really don't i i really don't see it in any other way I agree, but luckily, this book doesn't delve in at all about like the morality. Like nobody's questioning the morality of making the no, choice. No, it's
1: very like positive it's... in general. Yeah, there's no judgment. I don't think from anybody really.
0: No, everyone is only trying to like protect Josh from getting too involved with someone who is like that. Just the the transactional element of their relationship is problematic and if they actually want to be together in a sincere way then they have to kind of work through that but nobody's talking about like oh you're wrong for having this relationship it's just like kind of a tough thing to surmount
1: to navigate yeah right
0: (laughs) right yeah so is that why we chose this book
1: Um, I mean, I chose this book because it was just my absolute favorite of this series. I just loved it. I, I loved Josh. Josh is like my ultimate romance boy, honestly, like a skinny tattooed dude. Yeah, with his lip piercing. (laughs) If he were just bi, then that would be like perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I liked Rupert a lot too. Actually, maybe we'll read the excerpt soon oh, yeah. that shows why I love Rupert so much. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I'm
0: going to read it. This is definitely one of our dirtier scenes, I think. It's but a there's good so one. much good, dirty stuff in Jay Northcote books that it's worth
1: uh, it. Jay North- Northcote is like my MVP right now. I love it. I agree. And obviously,
0: like Serena Bowen is tremendous but it's just hard to like read one of her real sex scenes because there's only like two in the book yeah whereas with jay it's like there's five in the book or something which
1: also like i mean it makes sense because it's literally a house full of horny dudes living together yeah and 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 most of them are gay or bi they're all gay or bi (laughs)
0: Right. and it just doesn't go as quickly with women that just is the truth it's, because there's yeah. more risks for women. There's more. There's more going on with women, and they don't get like as immediately horny from like one visual in the same way that dudes do, which is
1: part of dudes' charm. <laughs> That's why I like to fuck dudes. Honestly, yeah, it
0: is. It <laughs> is. Okay. Rupert imagined Josh prepping himself earlier this evening, fingering his arse for some nameless, faceless man who would have paid Josh for this, just like Rupert had. He felt dizzy with the urge to be inside Josh, to fuck him, to possess him. He wanted this to be good for Josh as well as him. If this was the only time he got to do this, he wanted to make an impression. He wanted Josh to remember him. He curled his fingers, probing and thrusting carefully until he found what he was looking for. Josh gasped again, the muscles in his back going taut. You can fuck me now, you know. I don't need all of this. But, I like, but you like it. Josh didn't deny it. So Rupert stroked over that spot relentlessly. I like making you feel good. Josh was breathing hard, rocking back into his fingers. Rupert reached between Josh's legs with his other hand and found his cock hard and leaking. Rupert, Josh groaned. It was the first time he'd said Rupert's name. I'm going to come on your fingers if you don't stop. Wouldn't you rather be inside me? Josh's voice was hoarse, all trace of his earlier cockiness gone, and his desperate edge finally stripped away the last of Rupert's patience. He dragged his fingers out, making Josh hiss at the loss, and ripped open a packet of lube. Then he smeared it liberally over his sheathed cock and wiped his hands on the sheets before before gripping Josh's hips firmly with one hand and lining himself up with the other.
1: Nice. It's a good one. (sighs) I love it. I love it. I love it. It's just
0: nice that he, like, cares so much about Josh's
1: pleasure. It's really fucking nice. I love it. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I just love Josh immediately, and you just know that he's had, like, at least a bad experience in the past, and it's just, like, super hot for him to, like, have a great time. And it's super hot that, like, I love when he's, like, ooh, I want to possess him. And, like,
0: oh, it's great. This does feel like a very sincere book, too. Like, it's not like there's a huge drag out between, like, when Josh realizes he's really into Rupert and then, like, submits to that feeling. Like, he does submit to it. I mean, there's, like, some drag, but it's not, like it doesn't feel like a drag. It feels like a natural progression. Like it doesn't feel like it's going longer than you would in anticipate that question going on. But then I think that the conflict is real, which is Josh doesn't want to be owned by Rupert. Like at some point Rupert is like, don't be a sex worker anymore. Just come and live with me. He's got this, like, trust fund. And he's like, I'll pay for everything. (laughs) Yeah, he's got this, like, trust fund from his dad. He's like, I'll pay for everything. You don't have to pay me whatever. And um, just live with me. And Josh was like, I that still feels like a job to me. Like, it still feels like you're paying me for sex work, but I'm working for you full-time, and I don't want that to be how our relationship starts. Yeah. That feels really real to me.
1: I think so, too. I think they do a really good job of going into all of those, like, possible issues and, like, how each person would feel in that situation, and you totally understand why he wouldn't want to be, like, beholden to Rupert. Yeah. So it is, like, a real problem. Yeah. But
0: then he decides that it's okay because he can just, um, well, he decides that he's going to quit sex work because Rupert really can't take it, like, where they're boyfriends, but also he does sex work.
1: Which is understandable, I think. I can't. I'm sure that there are definitely people out there who would be cool with it, but yeah. I also definitely understand if you weren't, if you yeah. couldn't be. I think it's just like a
0: live your truth moment where it's like, if you're cool with it, be cool with it, but if you're not, then it's important to be sincere. Yeah. So that you, cause that would ruin a relationship too, if you're just trying to like give this thing that you couldn't actually really give
1: sincerely. Yeah, if you just want to, like, scheme down, but you're not. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, so they decide that Josh is going to quit being a sex worker, and he's going to get a job at the grocery store. I guess that's the only job that <laughs> exists where they are. Um, and he's going to take out loans for his final year, even though he really didn't want to, um, and uh, pay just the bills or help support just the bills because Rupert already doesn't have a mortgage, so he's not going to pay rent. And so in that way, he won't have to, like, work so many extra hours to make up for what he's lost from being in a relationship, I guess.
1: (laughs) It's really nice. I mean, I feel like it's a very good, like, it's a good give and take. They both, like, are really... It's just really sweet because they're both, like, so obviously into each other for, like, such a long time through this book. And you're just like, oh, my God, Josh, like, just let him take care of you. (laughs) But you also get it.
0: Yeah. I feel like I go both ways where I'm like, a part of me is like, I would just take Rupert up on the offer of just totally paying my way and then
1: but also that's really scary because if the relationship doesn't work out that's like you don't have anything anymore sort of
0: I do think that it would be less of a risk when you're in college because it's like you don't have anything anyway so say you have to pay your way for a whole year by the end of that year you're like well
1: then you just have to figure out next year but (laughs) you already were gonna have to
0: so it would be irrelevant but I still do understand there's like a pride piece and Josh did have to still overcome some pride to make that happen um, because he was going to just be a sex worker.
1: And I do really like that throughout the book, Rupert acknowledges like that he doesn't own Josh Mm -hmm. and that Josh is free to keep doing this for as long as he wants. Like he does. He definitely has like some like he feels some possessiveness over him, but he's always like checking it and being like, No, he's his own person and like yeah. I need to let him do what he wants to do.
0: Yeah. And Rupert always is like taking that on dates, even though he's paying for it. <laughs> he's know. like, Do you wanna have drinks? I'll it's part of the two hours
1: or something where it's like, Oh You <gasps> oh, know, it's my heart. so sweet and yeah. sad. I yeah, love it. Rupert is, Rupert is sweet.
0: They're both really great. They they're are. Both
1: really great and Josh is really fucking cool. Like, this actually isn't the first book in the Housemates series. The it first is... book oh, is Helping, Helping Hand, Hand yeah. which is about two roommates who, like, discover that they're by Right. Um, and that was really fun, too. And it I, it, I think it's Josh is in that book, and he gives yes. one of them advice. Yeah. And he's like pretty cool about it. Yeah,
0: because nobody knows well in the house that they live in. There's Mac and Jez who are from Helping Hands who are now boyfriends in the Mm -hmm. house. Then there's Sean who's just like a piece of shit. But he's not as big of a piece of shit as he was in the first book
1: because he like he he has a lot of growth over this series. And then there's a whole book about him. (sighs) I don't think I've read (laughs) that one. Oh, it's fun! What I really liked Sean's book, watching, watching and wanting. Ooh, it's like it's got a whole and he sex scam too. Yeah, it's like yes, it's like a whole, of sex, course he does. It's like a camboy thing. There's oh. like a whole camboy aspect to it. Yeah, I gotta read that That one. one is good. I recommend it. Shoot. All right. <laughs> so, though he Sean is, is also there. a redhead, this author is into this, redheads. Yeah, and he like describes
0: the different redheads, too. It's, like, the sandy redhead, mm-hmm. the, like, flaming redhead, the, like, auburn redhead. He's
1: definitely... He knows his redheads. Yeah. I mean... I like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm i not specifically not attracted to redheads, but it's not, like, a thing for me. It's definitely
1: not a thing for me either, but I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like giving the redheads more love. I appreciate that. I... Will think about that harder. <laughs> forward.
0: Um, but so they live with Mac, and Jess, who are a couple, mm-hmm. Sean, who's the butthole. But I guess maybe he's not as much of a butthole later. And he then gets better, right, when he gets something. When in he gets his gayer. Head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then
1: there's Danny, the girl one. Mm-hmm. Danny is. Like Josh's Josh is like friend. really good friend and I think she's the only one who knows he does sex work right for most of
0: the book yeah and there's someone named Mike but I don't I don't know him at
1: all oh I think Mike is in the last book mm, which one is that one Pretty in Pink, which is, like, about a very feminine-looking guy. I enjoyed that book, too. It definitely wasn't my favorite from this series, but I liked it, for sure.
0: I know that when I was reading the Jay Northcote, I got, like, a little overwhelmed with, um, like, I just didn't want to read, like, like, constant gay romance, because I was getting a little, like, not as into the butthole. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's
1: understandable. We are women. We are not yeah. men. Yeah. So, I do definitely need like. I like I like to switch it up between yeah. gay and straight a Me lot. Too.
0: I need like a real fifty-fifty, because if it gets
1: too heavy and anal, it play, starts it gets to like so not mean as much. <laughs> yeah. <Exactly. laughs> like once they start talking about buttholes, I don't get turned on anymore immediately. Yeah, like... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm excited when people are turned on, but I'm not excited about buttholes, just specifically, specifically, exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. It's more, it's definitely it relies. Like when I read gay romance, it's all about the context and the characters, mm-hmm. not the specific acts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it makes sense if you read the same author over and over again, you might get a little bit like yeah tired of yeah whatever way that they like sex you know right but if you're
0: <laughs> just picking
1: this book up
0: with no context you're gonna love it yeah i
1: mean it was my favorite up. and i read it like three times yeah, it's really good and there's some <laughs> there's just some really good
0: stuff that they do
1: yeah sure. there's lots of oh uh, yeah the power dynamics is the thing that like really does it for me that they're yeah. just constantly like negotiating mm-hmm. what they're gonna do and like mm. Josh is really cocky so he has so much power obviously but then he's also really vulnerable sometimes and like obviously he's a person too
0: yeah and Rupert is the one paying so like after that he money technically pants, has like the most
1: power yeah exactly exactly so I just love that that's like yeah. my favorite thing <laughs>
0: yeah, it's so good and also like there is some like extra drums where like Rupert's stepdad, as kind of like a butthole to the yeah. both of them during their wedding. Not Josh and Rupert's, but Rupert's parents or mom. They and... go
1: to his mom's remarriage, I guess. Yeah. And his mom asks him to bring a date, but she
0: asks kind of implies that it
1: should be a woman. Yeah. Even though she knows he's gay. Yeah. But then he decides to bring Josh. Yeah. Because
0: his friend couldn't come.
1: Yeah, he was going to bring his lady friend. Yeah,
0: (laughs) like Georgina or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there anything you would change about this book? I would just make more of it. I don't even yeah. know. It's a short book, and the pacing is good. Like, yeah. the number of sex scenes for per page
1: is great. Is this has been like a fantastic experience. Like this has yeah. set the bar for me personally. Yeah, I was really, really, really into this book.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I agree. So no, nothing we would change. I don't think so. <laughs> I think so. Um, well then I guess if anybody wants to reach out to us about how they feel about sex workers or, oh, tell us like a juicy anecdote about the time that you did hire a sex worker, that would would be the best. Or the time that you... we're We're a sex sex worker worker. yeah or are a sex worker we definitely want to know more about sex workers we want to hear from you in general though if you want to reach out to us which you can do by emailing sexybookspodcast at gmail.com or by tweeting us at sexybookspod no
1: cast (laughs) um we would would love to hear from you you guys Yeah. yeah just really about anything that we've talked about in this episode
0: yeah so with that i will bid you to go forth and masturbate